actually We are. Oh. Okay. So we did that. So this is going to be important. the great start of the podcast. Everyone's Very important. confused and disoriented. Good, because we're in college and that's uh, disoriented. Just like freshman year. Mind blown. Boom. Meant to do that the whole time. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kristen. And I'm Mike. And we're lost in the Sunnydale stack. This is the Sunnydale Stacks, where every other week we immerse ourselves in the world of Sunnydale, California, and review two episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This week, we're dusting off the freshman and living conditions. So our listener question this week comes from Raven. Mm -hmm. Raven asks, what episode of Buffy are you most excited to talk about? And she specified, because this is a really important distinction... Not your favorite episode, mm-hmm. but one that you're just really excited to discuss on the podcast. And I think that's a really yeah. important mm-hmm. question because you and I have talked yeah. about how like our favorite episodes, sometimes it's boring to talk about because you're like, isn't it good? Yeah, that's sure. Good. I liked it. Did you like it? Uh, yeah, I liked good things. And then you've got nothing. Like yeah. that, then it's and like the shortest episode. We got nothing. So sometimes the ones that like you would never think are ones mm-hmm. that like, that was a really good discussion. Yeah, it was really interesting. So on that note, I mean, I, I, I kind of went back and forth between a bunch of episodes. I eliminated a lot of them because they were just like too solidly good to like really have that much to say about. Yes. And some of them are just like bad in a way that's kind of boring. I couldn't think of any offhand. I'm sure one will come up that's like has a problem that actually leads to a really cool discussion. And this is this is going to sound like a put down of the podcast. Like I'm most excited to have this one is the final episode. Cause I think oh. that's, there's so much to talk about and how yeah. the series ends itself. It's a big moment. It's a big moment. Spoiler alert for the end of the, the series or my opinions on it. I think there's some really good and some really bad things in it. I'm going to be really interested to see what that discussion is. And I think that's what makes for a better podcast mm-hmm. episode is yeah. just that there's good things through bad things. Yeah. Let's discuss what that is. The, I think this is a hard question only because mm-hmm. I think the ones that you and I get into really good discussions yeah. about are always a surprise. Yeah. yeah like, I did not think that I was going to have anything to say about I Robot You Jane, but yeah. turns out I have a lot oh. to say about that episode. I didn't think yeah. I was going to have shit mm-hmm. to say about Beauty and the Beast. Like, literally, oh, no, yeah. before we rewatched it, I didn't remember all of it. I was mm-hmm. just like, oh, it's a boring ass episode. Yeah, I, I, I remember that as one that I probably would skip on most rewatches. Exactly. If I was skipping episodes. So it catches you by surprise. Mm-hmm. But with that in mind, I'm really excited to talk about who are you. Okay. And like, I get that that's the second part of a two part. I think the second yeah. part is more exciting mm-hmm. because I really want to talk about them living in each other's bodies. So I'm just really, <laughs> I'm psyched for that. I realized when making this list, mm-hmm. I'm really excited for a lot of season four. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I know a lot of you like to rag on season four. I kind of love season four and I can't wait to talk about it. It's not the best, mm-hmm. but there are a lot of ones that like discussion wise. I think that's the, the, it might not be the best season. I, I definitely don't think it is, but it might be the best season to talk about. Sure. Cause even the bad episodes have something interesting in them and the good episodes usually have some interesting ways they're trying to do things or certain elements that are conducive to conversation and not just right. Like, exactly. Good. Yeah. So who are you? Superstar. I can't wait to talk about. Just, I don't know even what I'm going to say. I just yeah. know, like, I want to talk about that one. Of course, Fool for Love. Mm-hmm. Like, so much to say in that case. Yeah. And Tabula Rasa. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. 
again, I don't know what I'm going to say. But, I yeah. haven't rewatched it yet, yeah. but I want to talk about it. Yeah, I feel like there's going to be a lot of episodes where it's it's like that, and especially ones like Beauty and the Beast that I haven't really revisited in a while because yeah. they're ones that I, I just remember like, oh, that one was kind of boring. I didn't like it. And what if there's a super surprise? And it, we, you and I have talked about <laughs> we're having trouble at this point trying to keep our feelings uh, a surprise from each other mm-hmm. before, like we yeah. don't want to spoil our feelings on these episodes yeah. for the stackers before mm-hmm. we get to them. Cause then yeah. we're going to get to fool for love. And it's like, why am I going to listen to this? Yeah. Kristen already talked about all the things. I'm tired of hearing about this episode already. And it exactly. hasn't even come out. Great question, Raven, but I don't think we're going to elaborate any further yeah. because spoilers. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. Also this week, we got another great iTunes review mm-hmm. from Muggsy 2020. She or he, I don't know who, has great vision because 2020, right in the name. That's clearly why. Or they just love Hugh Downs. I love, I still watch 2020. (laughs) I do. I just watched a really good one. I do sometimes get nostalgic for, because I watched that a lot as a kid. And actually, something else I watched a lot as a kid that's weird will come up later in this episode. So a uh, little teaser there. Um, but I watched a lot of like 2020 and Dateline growing yeah, up. Yeah, like 60 minutes. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, that yeah. definitely. Like every single time it was on with your parents. Mm-hmm. That's why I uh, I watch all of that stuff on Hulu still. Just mm-hmm. yeah. I think because it makes me nostalgic. Also, like I, I don't watch it regularly, but I'll sometimes just be like, I need to watch a couple episodes of Dateline right now. <laughs> I, it's There's something about being in the mood for that. Especially mm-hmm. for me, it is Saturday mornings. Mm-hmm. Okay, I could see that. Saturday mornings are also my clean the apartment time, so it's a very, like, left side of my brain time of day. Yeah. And sometimes you just need that uh, creepy Keith Morrison voice, and what are you going to do next? <laughs> Where was the body? <laughs> Stop that. Please. That'd be he's, great. He's so delightfully creepy out. the way he says that stuff. <laughs> So anyway, Muggsy2020 says, being a huge Buffy nerd, this podcast is everything I'd hoped for. Yay. Yay. I love it. it thank it's you. It's like a good good episode, a good I'm, comment. We don't have much to say, but yeah. thanks for leaving it. That's awesome. Thank you. Now let's head into the Sunnydale Stacks and open the books on the Freshman. No. Oh, we're still in the cemetery. Never yeah. Mind. yeah. Nope. Wait, am I watching a rerun? Yes. <laughs> no, Willow's hair is different. Oh, yeah. Yeah. By the way, that's like one of my first notes. Yeah. Great hair, Willow. Yeah. My, what, literally, my second note is Willow is looking great. She, college slash, you know, getting some with her boyfriend is agreeing mm-hmm. with her. She yeah. looks fabulous. Yeah. And like confident. And it looks like she even has better posture. I know. Yeah. She, I really think it's the confidence. Yeah. So Buffy and Willow are registering for classes as they discuss courses. A vamp crawls out of the grave behind them. <laughs> the only thing that confuses me about this scene is I did all my registering for classes online. Oh, yeah. So like, how do you know that a course is still available? I guess that's why she asked if yeah. it's available later yeah. because you're looking at a piece of paper. Like, how do you know? Mm-hmm. Because like, I don't know about you. When I registered for classes, it was like yeah. a matter of seconds and something could fill well, up. Yeah, it was probably different before things were done online where it was really a toss up and you didn't know. And I'm sure like a lot <sighs> of really popular classes, like the pop culture one filled up before you had any idea it was even a class, probably. The idea of that stresses me out so much. I'm way too OCD for that. Like, I need to know yeah. now. Well, it's also just so weird to me, the idea in college... I know some colleges don't run as much like this, but where there's that weird period where you can just like 
add and drop classes for a little while. It yes. always seems like it's the biz- most bizarre idea to me. Like, yeah. I get it. It makes practical sense, but it just feels like well, what, everyone's just, it's so chaotic and what, what, what what's going to happen? No, I'm too much of a planner for that. That wouldn't mm-hmm. work for me. There's a lot of exposition in this scene. Mm-hmm. College is five miles from home. Yeah. Yet still in Sunnydale, which is still considered a small town. My small town home was not five miles big. Maybe it's like the the country of Chile and that it uh, is it's just very really long. long. It's a stri- Sure, it's down the coast. Mm-hmm. There you go. And that could explain why it has all these big things because it's like it has all these big things, but those are just like the little bumps skinny, that are off this yeah. skinny town. There you go. And that's why Buffy runs everywhere because it's just one road that goes through all of Sunnydale. That seems just to make to total sense, so mm-hmm. that must be it. We have figured out Sunnydale's geography. Although at graduation, everyone saw Buffy be the Slayer. She Mm -hmm. has to revert back to being a Slayer in secret. As the vamp sneaks up on them, he notices all of her Slay gear scattered about (laughs) and decides, that's not such a good idea. Yeah. I like this. I like that they're completely oblivious. (laughs) Yeah. And that we still have (laughs) our... The vampire on the loose. Oh, well, yeah. And that we still have our stock, like, Mm -hmm. cemetery opening with the vamp, but with this cute little twist. Mm Mm-hmm. I do want to point out, though, they're doing a bad job, not just because they missed the vampire, but they're facing the wrong way. Why are they waiting on that vampire facing yeah, the wrong why way? why did you turn your back to I the grave at all? I guess you're going to assume there are two graves, maybe? Giles, would you, no, because at the end, they turn around and go, wow, when is he ever going to wake up? Like, y'all need to just turn around. Yeah, at least have one person on each side. Yeah. So season four credits. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Uh, pretty good. Uh, I I do miss the the Willow eye roll. Even though I like the wave, that was I. I wish they could do both, but I understand you have to have like one accent shot per person, and those are both kind of accent shots. I gotcha. The wave is like my favorite Willow thing ever. So <laughs> all the time, yes, please. Let's yes. just have that as credits. Just a, a gif of her waving. Mm-hmm. Be great. Well, yeah, and it is funny like watching things. Be like, oh yeah, that's coming up in this season. Oh yeah, no, I love doing that. Buffy is awash in a sea of college students. She doesn't know where to go. She doesn't have the right color folder. People are protesting something. <laughs> There's a creepy frat guy offering jello shots to freshman ladies. Which that segues right into my next thing. This is all very realistic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about your first day at college. This Nobody is offered me very realistic. This is a realistic experience for me, where it's just like, I don't know where the building is in the class. Yeah. I, I do remember that being stressful. And I sometimes honestly have like weird uh, stress dreams. Or not dreams so much as like middle of the night thoughts sometimes about, hey, what if I travel back in time and I can't remember where my classes are? <laughs> that is a very specific weird Yeah, it's very weird. It's like a lot of times it would be like, ooh, it could be fun to like travel back in time within your own lifetime. You know, but not like I'm stressed about like if I travel to the wrong time, I don't know how blank old technology works or I don't know how to get around without my smartphone. But specifically that when you come back, you're not going to remember your oh, classes? No, I, I'm thinking like I go back in my own lifetime, like, you know. Uh, quantum leap style, like my, 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 my brain just like enters my earlier body. Okay. But it's like in high school or college and I'm like, where, where, when and where are my classes? I don't okay. have my phone, which has, you know, my schedule in it anymore. Sure. And I don't remember my password for, you know, my college account of, uh, of class schedule. Sure. I'm going to be so lost. 
It's really weird. And I only have these <laughs> Very specific as like weird half thing. asleep bizarre thoughts slash dreams. Okay. Yeah. I've had similarly as you're falling asleep, waking mm-hmm. up, daydreaming, yeah. weird thoughts about if um someone were to go forward in mm-hmm. time and I were to find them and I had to help them. Yeah. How stressful that would be mm-hmm. that like they wouldn't have a heart attack when they saw like a semi truck. Yeah. Or that like they wouldn't bur- try to burn me as a witch if they saw my TV. Well, I feel, I feel like the, the witch burning, uh, well, first of all, nah, not very accurate. They're more ha- hung than, or hanged than, uh, burned. Ah. But also, um, I feel like you need a lot of numbers to get that. It wasn't like, you know, Jerry's just like, I'm going to go get a witch today. <laughs> Well, or just just be in, be mad at mm-hmm. me and like attack me basically yeah. attack me out of fear is okay. what I'm saying. Yeah. Or that again they would get hurt or scared mm-hmm. or have heart problems because I decided mm-hmm. oh wouldn't it be fun to go to yeah. a movie theater and like mm-hmm. nope probably don't show them Jurassic Park. Yeah, that's that would be a weird one to start on. Yeah. Maybe like a, a period piece Gone with the Wind. Yeah, but still you've got giant people in front of you. So, um, I'm afraid to start with early films because I feel like that, that one with the train coming right at you is terrifying. You don't want to show him that. Maybe some Charlie Chaplin. There you go. He's like a funny little guy with a, a, a cute mustache. It, it won't be creepy because he won't know because it's from, you know, after his time or her time. But yeah, who has anxieties about possibly babysitting someone from the past? Who has anxieties about forgetting their class schedule if they travel back in time? (laughs) We are perfectly matched. So Buffy runs into Willow, who is just loving this college thing Mm -hmm. a little too much. She starts on this metaphor about spurting knowledge, ends up in a bad place. Or the best place. Whatever floats your boat, Mike. You're lucky man, Oz. So they run into Oz, Willow's on-campus boyfriend, who's also taking uh, college in strides. Mm -hmm. Seems Buffy's the only one who is overwhelmed. Yeah. I feel like for me, college was getting to college was a bit of a Mm -hmm. mix of this. Like I was really excited to go to college. This was like the whole goal of my life up Mm -hmm. until this point. And so I was really excited to be on my own. And Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if I talked on on the podcast before. I went to summer camp on a college campus. Mm -hmm. So it was – yeah. I was just kind of used to it and excited. But at the same time, everything's great at college until something bad happens. And it's like, I don't have the capacities to deal with this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I had a weird experience in that I started off going to community college. So I was still at home for like a couple of years and then transferred to like a real college. And I felt by that point, like I was like so ready Mm. to be away from home that it was a mistake to be in like the dorms for a semester. And I was like, I'm beyond yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can cook. It is specifically like dorms are spe- are I think a very useful thing specifically for eighteen year olds. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I get like oh maybe if I had gone straight from like senior year graduation into this maybe that would have been a bit much. But I, I don't know. It just it just felt like very much. Oh, I get how this could be a big thing for somebody, especially if you're like. Because I'm not an only child, but there's a big gap in between years. Mm-hmm. So I spent a lot of time on my own at, Fair. at, yeah, at home. Yeah. And like, you know, I'd cook meals for myself a lot of the time growing up. So I was kind of used to being solo. Gotcha. But still like in a living space as opposed to like if, yeah, if you'd grown up for 18 years sharing a room and, you know, mom and dad are always home for like making meals and everything. Then, yeah, it might be a little yeah. weird to just all of a sudden be in an apartment. I couldn't have handled it at yeah. 18. 
Um, what I do think is weird is the idea of junior or senior year dorms. Cause my college didn't have yeah. it after sophomore year, you were out. And so to me, the it's idea that right. as a junior, you would live in a dorm is like how and why? Yeah. No. The only thing I could think, I guess if you're just really like, I want to a hundred percent focus on my studies and maybe like the dorm is, is, is paid for in a way that like you couldn't get a regular apartment. Paid right. for yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like that's a very specific situation. Yeah. And I doubt that that's everybody in there. We learned that Giles is now classily unemployed and Xander is traveling the country. Mm-hmm. They check out the university library, which is considerably a step up yeah. from high school. It's, it's pretty fancy. Yeah, it's a really beautiful space. I do also love the line about how... Uh, too bad Giles is in the library in here. Yeah, that would be convenient because I felt like that was kind of a nice little like meta thing of like, yeah, yeah, we thought about that, guys. That's a little too too easy. I agree. And I also think that they needed to show us this big fancy library mm-hmm. kind of as a way of being like, this is not going to be home base, guys. Yeah. It can't be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, especially the fact that even whispering, she's getting shushed. Yeah. Like, it, this will not be the place we hang out. And I also like that for another reason. They do this several times in the episode of showing like – uh, like in the previous scene, it's a big, long walk and talk through like this whole campus. And mm-hmm. then there's um, Buffy. When she goes to the, the class, she eventually can't get in into that. And the library are all like these really big shots that they clearly shot on location. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's a lot more of that in this episode because um, they're kind of establishing like this is a real big college. Yeah. And so in, in future episodes, since you have that kind of in the back of your head, it, it's not as noticeable. And it's like, oh, they're on the set again. I gotcha. Yeah. It's in your head already as a big college. Uh, so I think we need to talk about fashion for a second. The long hippie skirts. I mean, if anyone's pulling them off. Oh, they Willow. look fabulous. Yeah. But I'm saying it's a dramatic change from yeah. last season, especially like Buffy was Miss Short Shorts and Boots. Well, yeah. no. Season two was Short Shorts and Boots. Season three was Tight Pants. Mm-hmm. And now season four is just over the summer. She's become a hippie. Yeah, I I don't know if that's the best decision for her because I don't feel like those are the best combat. Skirts. No, definitely. And later on, she actually fights in one. Yeah. And I like made note of being like, oh, she's doing fine, but still, you could probably do even better yeah. in something a little more tactical and just mm-hmm. you know stretch pants. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. So I think like Willow can work. It's not like she's she's fighting it, and she looks great in them. Sure. But like Buffy. Maybe sacrifice fashion a little bit here. And the hippie skirts kind of go along with the Wicca theme. Yeah. Idea. Like it like works that, like for works Willow. Her thing. Yeah. It feels a little bit like Buffy's putting on airs with that of just like, I'm following the trends, which I get. Exactly. Like, I did this. So when I, when I was going away to college, um, you know, when you watch college on TV, it's this whole protesting thing, mm-hmm. right? That happens earlier in Buffy. You oh, think sure. everybody's into really big social issues. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know what I thought it was going to do, yeah. but I thought I was going to become this person mm-hmm. just by default, just by going to college magically. Yeah. I was going to become interested mm-hmm. in social de- justice and protests. Yeah. So I went out and I bought some hippie skirts. <laughs> For the express purpose of, oh, in college you become a, a happy protester. Yes, but that was going to happen by default. Uh, it didn't. Yeah. Uh, I, I've, I've still never been to a protest, mostly out of laziness. Yeah, same here. That seems like <laughs> I have TV and a couch for me. Um, but I still own my hippie skirts. 
Uh, this did not happen. The other lie that I was told, my mom told me, um, yeah, college is great because people, you know, as opposed to high school where everything's about wearing the right labels mm-hmm. and looking good in college, no one gives a shit. Yeah. So everyone wears pajamas to class every day. And she was like, me, I wore this oversized, mm-hmm. she was in a sorority. She was like, I wore my oversized sorority sweatshirt to every class and it was yeah. great. I'm like, oh, that does sound great. I am tired of caring about you know, what the hell clothes I wear to class. That's dumb. That sounds fantastic. So first day of class, I had, I had bought at like orientation, a big oversized mm-hmm. uh, college sweatshirt. I wore that. I wore some pajama pants. I'm like, I am ready for the college experience. Yeah. I walk into class and everyone is dressed up. Oh, maybe is that for first day though? It was not. It's because the, um, a good portion of my college were commuter students. Oh, okay. And also because we had downtown campus where people went to their law school and their business school oh, so yeah. um that was a thing because i definitely had like the opposite experience of like assuming like oh well now that high school is done we're gonna all dress dress like grown-ups now and then it was just like everyone's just in like flip-flops and like pajamas if if you're lucky like most mm-hmm. of the time it's like is that even are those even clothes? It just looks like you just <laughs> wrapped a yourself in a burlap sack. In, 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 <laughs> like, yeah, in like a blanket and just like dribbled into class. Yeah. So, yeah, we had very, very reverse uh, That's interesting. with fashion. Oh, speaking about college stuff, buying books was the worst. Oh, yeah. Why the hell are they so expensive? They're expensive and like there's the weird edition issue and you have to like research is is it okay to buy an edition before or is it completely different i didn't i like i know a lot of people that like i'm gonna look for it on ebay because this Mm -hmm. is better i didn't really understand the idea of renting your textbooks which is in reality Mm -hmm. you're buying the textbook and maybe they'll buy them back from you at a drastically lower price i didn't know this so i thought i had to buy it at the campus bookstore oh no yes and so I've never, I never bought a textbook anywhere else. Oh. And really it took me forever to figure that out. And by then it was like senior year and I was like, I don't have textbooks anymore because I've yeah. rid of all those classes. Oh man, that's awesome. Yay. Another Buffyism I use in everyday life. I hope it's a funny aneurysm. <laughs> Buffy knocks over some books onto the head of Mark Blucas. Who plays the character Riley? Before we get into discussing Riley, I do have to say that it does seem a little Freudian to drop a psychology textbook onto somebody's head. I'm just saying. Interesting. I like it. it. Um, I was wondering if maybe this blow to the head can explain some of Riley's later behavior. <laughs> oh, oh. Again, don't want to spoil anything, but the end of Riley's arc, there's going to be some discussions. Yeah, to go to bring it back to like things you're you can't wait to talk about. I can't wait to talk about the end of his arc. Yeah. Like itching so bad. Oh. Okay. We'll get there. Okay. We'll get there. So I read this article once about good ways to pick up men. Mm-hmm. It's a long time ago. Throwing books at their heads. <laughs> I usually way before I met my husband. Mm-hmm. But one of them, one of the suggestions was to go to a bookstore. Oh, yeah. yeah. And tell a guy that you needed help reaching a book on the top shelf because poor little me, I can't reach that book. Could you please? Was this reach? book from 1955 written by Marilyn Monroe? I think Monroe? this was actually Cosmo, which if you know anything oh, about yeah. Cosmo, that's all of their articles yeah. where it's basically just like how to catch a man. <laughs> but you have to read. I can't reach the top shelf. Poor me. I had a, a really interesting conversation with somebody recently about how it, it's just really messed up the terminology used for dating where it's like men are trying to score bases 
and that's like what you do against an opposing team and how you're mm. like catching a man and that's what you do to like prey when you're a hunter. Yeah. And it's like this this is like really unhealthy language terrible. we're using to yeah. like we want to have a relationship together. Like, no, I'm gonna get them. Yeah, no wonder there's a division between the sexes. I wonder. Yeah. Um uh, no idea. Uh, so apparently Buffy's the only one with a concussion because she sounds like a weird dummy. Everyone's got a brain. Not her. Yeah. Maybe. Buffy finally makes it to her dorm where she meets her new roommate, Kathy. <laughs> what I find, no, granted, next episode, she gets much more annoying. More annoying than Kathy is the giant dorm room. That is, I did my next note. What the hell? This is not a real, do- like, no, I get it. You no. need to be able to fit a whole camera crew yeah. in there. So, like, it's not going to be, it's probably even not even a room. It's probably yeah. two half rooms mm-hmm. of a set. Yeah. But, no, this is enormous, especially for a freshman. Are you kidding oh me? God. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. And I like, was lucky, like, I had a corner room and, mm-hmm. like, a bit, like, I got a lot of people like, wow, this is big. Yeah. And it was not that big, yeah. but it was still like, look how big my room is. Yeah, like, that would be a nice studio apartment. Yeah. That's not a dorm room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dorm rooms are like, what's the bare minimum where we could fit two beds and theoretically have two people stand and not be touching each other yeah. next two to beds. Yeah, two beds that are, by the way, Bunked. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I, in our dorms, they, you could kind of like do it either or. Mm-hmm. Like they were stackable, but you could also take them and have them separate. So it was like. As were ours, but we bunked yeah. them because you want more room mm-hmm. because it's a tiny little thing. Yeah. That, that is, I think, the better decision. My roommate and I didn't do that, but mostly because we were almost never there except just to sleep. I got gotcha. you. party there. Yeah. Uh, so Kathy is super excited and a Celine Dion fan and oh. she snores. That's Celine Dion. That's, that's, I think, the, the biggest warning sign. Not that she enjoys Celine Dion. Yeah. But enough to think, like, I'm going to show the world my ba- greatest passion is Celine Dion by hanging a poster in my room as, like, Oof, that's a lot. my first act of, act of decoration. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my freshman roommate and I were assigned to each other, just like Buffy mm-hmm. and Kathy. We had never yeah. met. We actually bonded over Buffy. Aww. My mom sent us matching stuffed dogs. Mm-hmm. I should, it's on the bed. I should go get it. Um, sending us Matthew stuffed dogs, and she named hers Angel, and I named mine Spike, and Aww. I still have it. She was great. Rosie. I love her. Uh, so first day of class, and Buffy gets in trouble for talking during pop culture. What a dick this teacher Super is. dick. Super dick. And this is a little unrealistic, only because college is where they start to be like, I don't even care if you show up. Just yeah. ace the test. And, like, I understand being like, hey, don't talk during class, but, like, to get that elaborate about it seems like... Something else is going on, buddy. If we had seen like the next scene in his life, he's it would insecure be... because people think pop culture is a blow-off course. That's I guess what it so. is. He has to like show his dominance, but I mm-hmm. bet like there's there's a scene later in that day where he's crying alone. Yes, there is. Uh, so then she heads into Psych, where she runs into Riley again, who doesn't even remember her. Oof. Your Willow's friend. I uh, like this. She yeah. is used to kind of being, not, I like, mean, like, yeah. in her world, the main character. Mm-hmm. She's used to Willow being Buffy's friend. Yeah. So I like the fact that she, I mean, you can see the, like, oh. It's, oh, I'm I'm, I'm I'm the sidekick now. Okay. I like it. Yeah. That's a nice little, it, it's just subtle enough that it's not like, it doesn't make Riley look like he's being insensitive, like, uh, what's your name there? There. Yeah, like, like, oh, yeah, no, no, yeah. no, I met your friend Willow. And, like, that makes yeah. sense because they had a better connection. Yeah. Buffy was nonverbal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. I like it. Enter the evil bitch monster of death, <gasps> Professor Maggie Walsh. Maggie Walsh. That night, Buffy is wandering lost through campus and runs, literally, into Eddie, fellow lost freshman. Eddie is Aww. apparently related to Owen, 
because he uh, likes to keep his novel near him. I yeah, that's that's so weird. Anytime a character professes that they need to have a novel with him at all times, he they are not long for this world. Not only that, like I'm waiting for the next one to be like, and it's Catcher in the Rye. <laughs> like, uh, mm, I want it to on. be like more bizarre ones every time. It's like Cat in the Hat with me all the time. <laughs> Madonna's sex book with me all the time. <laughs> I've actually I have no idea what this book's about, and it's weird to me that like. Well, it's of human bondage. So it's of human bondage. But I mean, like the plot. Is I, it a novel? Is it non? I don't even know what it is. It's a, a series of uh, funny illustrations. Okay. Buffy's security blanket, however, is Mr. Pointy. <laughs> I love that line. Uh, oh, Eddie is so nice. Yeah. He's so nice. I really like, in this rewatch, I was, I was really bummed out. I was like, because I knew I remembered this character is not long for this world. Yeah. I was like, oh man, I wish he stayed around for a little bit. I know, bit. I want like them a really to be cool friends. Yeah. And like, he's, you can get, he's kind of into her. I don't yeah. think she's necessarily into him. She's just like happy yeah. to meet a nice person, but he's kind of like, Oh, that's a cute girl. I'm like, yeah. oh, well, you're, yeah, you're just adorable. Like, you're but he's so not like sweet. a creep about it. He's not like, oh, yeah, I just met a hot girl. He's like, oh, that, that girl's like cute yeah. and sweet. And I like her. And it seemed like they could have become very good friends. But no, nope. because he's immediately jumped by some vampires and now he's screwed. Oh, welcome, freshman. Uh, the vamps dismantle his dorm. Not the boombox. They're really lucky that he is a single. Where is his, like, he, so he doesn't have a roommate. Apparently not, no. Or maybe the roommate's out, like, you know. I didn't see a second bed. In Willow's room. They weren't bunked. Yeah, no, everyone's in Willow's room. Roger, this time, I wish that we hadn't seen the vamps right away. Yeah. I wish that Eddie had just disappeared, and we and we're left to, like, wonder, did he really get attacked by some vamps, or mm -hmm. is Buffy just kind of clinging to straws here? Yeah, I think, I guess the reason they probably didn't is that they needed, like, some, like, hint of supernatural stuff at, like, a certain point in the episode because there's, like, just you kind of need to, like, remind people. Like, there's, there's this in the show every once yeah. in a while. But, yeah, I feel like it, it could have been actually more interesting if, even though, like, we all kind of know, of course, it's going to be vampires or demons or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. To, like, have the mystery of, like, Buffy's figuring it out and what exactly We're happened. We're kind of seeing it from, like, yeah. Willow's point of view mm -hmm. where it's, like, uh... Yeah. I mean, Buffy, maybe he just left campus. Yeah. You don't know. And you could do it, like, really cool where you just, like, see him go off and then you see, like, all the stuff being packed up, but it's shot in a way where you d can't tell if it's him or somebody else. Yeah. And then, yeah. I think that yeah, that would have really cool. been awesome. The next day, Buffy goes looking for Eddie, but apparently he couldn't take the adjustment to college and just disappeared. Aww. This is where the, where the plan fails me is, like, yeah. but his parents. Yeah, like somebody's gonna notice he's missing. Yeah, if I didn't call home, like every two weeks when I was in college, mm -hmm. and like my parents kept calling my dorm, and my roommates like, oh, she disappeared. It'd be like, oh, yeah. well, now the police are involved. Yeah, well, I guess their thought is that if they if they like aim for and they talk about like going for the weak ones, people that seem like to not be able to handle it, then maybe it's more plausible that they had such a freak out they just ran away. Yeah, like so maybe the parents as well. are involved, but they're going to view it as a runaway kid. Yeah. Okay. They're trying to they're sense. trying to frame it as that. Although I, I still agree, like after a certain while, there'd be like one where they'd make a mistake and think that would be the case, but it's like some kid who always calls their parents and like very clearly would never do this. And, like, right. Right. Not like of human bondage was the most obvious thing, but like 
they're going to miss like some kid's insulin at some point or something. And right. it's going to be obvious that this person didn't leave. Or I'm thinking if it is, if it's a weaker kid, if it's the one of the kids that is calling their parents mm-hmm. several times a day, yeah. upset and crying because they miss home or yeah. they can't take college. I just want to come back. Then when they disappear, it's like, yeah. Oh, well, they had been calling yeah. me. Tell me how miserable they were. So that and, makes and sense. And we said, like, if you need to come back, we'll support you. Like, that would have happened at some point between 1982 and, like, 1998 or 99. Sure, yeah. Uh, so, but he left of human bondage behind, which is <gasps> it's a pretty good clue. Yeah. That's, yeah. I like it. I mean, it's it's a little clunky where he talks about, like, I always keep this book with me. I was like, well, that's a plot point. Yeah, exactly. It's That's not a normal thing that people talk about, like, yeah. immediately. Mm-hmm. The vamps are going through Eddie's stuff. Sunday is a bitch. Oh, yeah. Like, just a nasty bitch. That's why I'm on Team Klimt. <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> no, Monet. Monet was the one she was. I forget. Uh, I do love that they have a poster contest. Yeah. So it's Monet versus Klimt. I especially love this because I hate posters. Mm-hmm. And I really especially hate that everyone had the same posters. They would actually have a poster sale yeah. outside my dorm. Every semester, and it was I, everyone had the same shit, and they were yeah. so proud of it, and, and like that yeah. drove me absolutely crazy, especially as a painter mm-hmm. and as an artist. Yeah. That when like I I actually brought my paintings to mm-hmm. um to my dorm freshman year. I was yeah. like, can we hang up my paintings? That would make me happy. Yeah. But going into someone's dorm room and then bragging about their Picasso when I'm like, yeah. everyone has that Picasso. It's like, oh, it doesn't okay. make you deep. Cool. Yeah, you think you're like so. Uh, no, yeah. Mm-mm. you're so cultured. No, you're not. And like, if you had like a vintage poster from a band you like that you found somewhere, sure, that might be a different story. But yeah, if it's this one of the same ten posters that you can get to differentiate yourself, I wish they had set up like instead of a poster thing outside mm-hmm. of class, which I get your your dealing to poor college students but like a local art thing Mm -hmm. or you know like maybe the art department wants to sell some student art or even if it's just like a poster sale and there's only one of each and like it's different ones every time even that would be better sure it's like you're at least not like selling the same four things to everybody yeah Yeah. buffy goes to visit giles and finds his lady friend olivia (laughs) i wish she was in more episodes yeah i love her yeah she's got like great presence and seems like to have like good chemistry with They have uh, such good chemistry. With Giles, and it's just like, oh, well, why is she not? Around? She's gorgeous. She's yeah. got good banter. Mm-hmm. Like she, they really set her up as if she's going to be a more regular character, yeah. and she's it's, in it's very two. Odd. And like, I'm not saying she has to have like a season long arc, but just like be this woman who's like hanging out, maybe kind of like casually dating Giles, or maybe they're just like friends who will sure, hook up. I feel kind of like Anya last season where mm-hmm. she wasn't a regular member of the yeah. Scooby gang, but she popped up every once in a while. Yeah. And I also do like that uh, old two times is listening to David Bowie, which seems appropriate. He's kind of like letting loose a little bit sure. getting back to his oh, roots. Oh yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think it's out of character for him to not be embarrassed about his robe. Yeah. That does. I'm like, I feel like the Giles I know mm-hmm. would be like, Oh, I'm, I'm mostly naked. <laughs> just, oh, uh, this but, is my house, but still, I'm gonna go put on clothes. Mm-hmm. Maybe <sighs> you know what? Maybe he's stoned. That's possible. The way that when when Olivia says, "I'm gonna go slip into something less comfortable," yeah. and he smiles at her, oh, his dimples! Oh. That's such a cute little smile. Mm-hmm. Uh, am I not supposed to have a private life? No, because you're very old and it's very gross. <laughs> He talks about the ravages of age. Oh. Uh, so he's not keen on helping Buffy. Mm-hmm. He thinks she can handle it. And officially, hey, you don't have a watcher. Yeah. Yeah. Really. 
I really like this. But what I, what I find confused about that is, like, he wasn't her watcher for half of last season either, and he still helped her. Yeah, but, I mean, I feel like it's, it's like, I'm there if you need me. I feel like you're just using me as a crutch right now. Yeah. So I, I, this is for your own good. It may seem like I'm blowing you off, but, like, it's and I pretty get clear that, but I guess I'd, I I would expect Giles to be to do this in steps, not just be mm-hmm. like, nope, just be like, okay, well, why don't you start here? Maybe he just really wants to hang out with Olivia. This. I would too. I she is gorgeous. Yeah. I'm into Olivia. Yeah. That night, Buffy tries to patrol, but the campus is very, very busy. <laughs> she spots Eddie, but they Uh-oh. turned him into a vampire. This would be so much better if we hadn't already seen him yeah. in Sunday's Lair. If it was mm-hmm. like, oh, Buffy or Eddie did just disappear. Yeah. Oh, no, wait, dead. Yeah. You could have, you could still show all like the fun stuff in, in, uh, the Lair, but just have it be like they're doing the Klimp thing and sure. talking about it just later on while they're also talking about how they had the fight with Buffy. Yeah. Um, condense those two scenes. You have a little bit of mystery in the episode. Exactly. So Buffy stakes Eddie. Sunday watches. They fight. Sunday does kick her ass pretty yeah. majorly, and which she's is a pretty good surprising. Fighter, yeah. Like she's not one of these old time vamps. She's mm-hmm. been around since the '80s. Yeah. Uh, you kind of see now why she's the leader of the gang because yeah. she does kick so much ass. Mm-hmm. But uh, that hair, though. Ugh. Oh my god, that hair. That is that, that is, is the worst hair. Also, her her girlfriend. Uh, gang member the female oh, gang yeah. member has like horns in her hair like what yeah, are these girls doing that is so not 80s yeah it feels like that was something they saw in a movie in the late 90s that they're like oh this is what kids are doing now right and it was like oh no that was just in that one movie as like a joke oh i thought that this might be their way of just like making these characters memorable looking which i yeah. mean works for sunday because mm-hmm. i will always remember what she looks like yeah. you're not gonna confuse her with with other characters there she hurts buffy's arm so Buffy runs away. Aww. The next day, a lonely Buffy goes home to visit Mom. Joyce! Joyce! But Mom has filled her room with packing crates. Which, like, I don't, I don't feel so bad. I mean, I understand why Buffy's upset. But I feel like, okay, Joyce needs to use the room. Yeah. But it is a little shady to get a bunch of crates from your work and just, like, store them at home. I'm, she's stealing art. We've discussed this. She is dealing that shit on the black market. Yeah. That's that's because you can afford that nice, really nice house. Yes, that makes sense. Single mom's got to make do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like this because when I left for college, uh, my mom had—I guess when my brother had left for college, my mom had read some article about to ease your child's tra- transition into college. Mm-hmm. You're, while you're tempted to change the room right away because hey, you're sick, you're done with their, you know, shit. Mm-hmm. Don't you should go a whole year until you change anything in their room so they don't get they don't come home and they get all upset that you you know have rejected them. This would not have been an issue for me. Again, mm-hmm. I was excited to go away to college. Sure. This was almost opposite. I had projected being at home. Like I was like, yeah. I was just really excited to be yeah. independent. Get rid of my, my crap in there. Yeah, so excited. When I came home, my mom would point out I didn't change anything. I'm like, that okay. Okay, you can. I yeah. loved this comforter when I was I yeah. I made a big deal of picking out this comforter like junior year, sophomore mm-hmm. year, something like that. I no longer live here. If you yeah. hate it, you can get rid of it. Mm-hmm. It's fine. The JTG poster, that can come right on down. No, but that'll come with me. <laughs> that that wouldn't it's, go it's away. Still up. It's next to your, your stuffed dog. While she's gone, Sunday and the gang waste no time and clear out Buffy's room, complete Oof. with that I'm leaving note. 
at the bronze. The crowd is extra coupley. <laughs> like mm-hmm. everybody's in a couple. And Buffy thinks she sees Angel, which, holy crap, this is the yeah. first point in the episode that we're dealing with the fact that Angel is gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. And I like how it's, like, subtle, where it's, like, yeah. nobody's talking about it. Because, like, frankly, yeah, we as the audience, last time we saw Angel was when he left. But there's been, like, several months where Angel's been yeah. gone to this everyone else. three months later. Yeah. So I like that it's old news to them, but I do mm-hmm. like that she's still dealing with it. Yeah. Because you would be. I mean, this is the love of your life. This is your soulmate. Another way they deal with it, um, I forget exactly what point it is, but there's one point where um, Buffy gets a call and, like, doesn't hear anything and hangs up. And there's a point in the Angel episode where he calls and is, like, about to talk but doesn't say anything and hangs up. Thank you. I had no idea yeah. why that call was in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. And I know I watched. on the same night. Yes. So it was like um, a cool little Easter egg if you're paying attention. Oh, that's fun. Mm-hmm. I, I know we decided not to not to do Buffy and mm-hmm. Angel and Rep, but yeah. I'm going back and forth on that decision because it would be fun. But also not all of our stackers necessarily have watched Angel. Yeah. But that's so great. That's, that's something to watch out for if, you're, yeah. if, you're get, if you are deciding to concurrently watch. Yes. Oh, that's fun. Uh, so the dude turns. It's not Angel, but hey, Xander's there. Consolation yeah, prize. Xander in the night. It's adorable. Turns out his co- cross-country trip was a bust. His car broke down <sighs> early on, and he had to uh, wash dishes in a male strip club to fix it. Oh, boy. What? I really hope that in the in the comics they do a flashback. Ooh. Not I don't need to see Xander in a strip club. I just think it's I want to see him washing dishes, and it'd be funny. <laughs> it'd be great. Buffy confesses to Xander that she's afraid that she just can't cut it. He gives her a pep talk. Mm. It goes very well. And they team team up to take down Sunday. This is a really great Xander moment. He does very well here. I also love a couple lines which in uh, retrospect now have extra meaning where he says, what's more with even less feeling? What's that? A sequel? Yes. To the musical episode? And he says, Avengers Assemble. Oh, my God. I didn't even put that together in Justin Avengers. Mm -hmm. That's so great. Yeah, that's that's really very exciting. Uh, They break into some sort of office to pull some campus records or something. Mm -hmm. There's been lots of missing kids, and hey, they found a dorm that's been closed down since 1982. It was closed down by the movie Revenge of the Nerds. They just said no, no, that whole movie just shut it down, shut it all down. It is not age well. Um, I love in this, uh, in this whole area where they have the joke about, uh, we're doing reconnaissance. You mean with all the painters and sculptors and stuff? <laughs> I like that Buffy and Xander can take, around each other, they take turns being the dumb one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause the, yeah, cause they're like, even though you're like Buffy is a smart character, she's not like as, as book smart as Willow. So right, like, right. That's a mistake that it, it's really logical for her to make. And then Xander is a little dumb. Well, and I, this is a point that I bring up as a sometimes super silly and flaky person is just because you're a little ditzy sometimes doesn't mean you're dumb. Yeah. But, but Xander is a little dumb. Xander is also a little dumb. Yeah. Buffy can just be a little ditzy. Yeah. Just want to make sure we're clear. Xander's a little dumb. Xander's a, oh. I mean, there's a reason why he's not in college. <laughs> <laughs> Buffy scopes out the gang from the skylight as they make fun of her stuff predictably she breaks through the glass. Yeah. Like, why didn't you just lean over? Why did you have put all of your body weight on Especially the glass? Especially when you, like, kind of already scoped everything out. You can just kind of, like, slink down. And also, anybody looks up, if you're entirely on the glass, they're going to yeah. definitely see you. I'm going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to lay down on this yeah. glass that you can see through. Mm-hmm. 
not brace myself on anything. Yeah. And after I've collected the information I needed, I'm going to continue to lay here with mm-hmm. all of my body weight. Yeah. At this decrepit old building. Yes. Um, but this uh, is actually what she's looking through here is the last on-screen appearance of Mr. Gordo. Oh, Mr. Yeah. Gordo. Why don't I own a stuffed pig that I've named Mr. Gordo? I have no idea. That it is dumb. Like really dropped the ball. Why have I never gotten that? Yeah. Next <sighs> time. Next time. Yeah. Um, I do feel like this was missing when she fell through. Like she does the O, but I feel like it needed kind of like more of a button of like, um, who, who ordered delivery? Something like that. Something. Yeah. yeah. Just a, a line. Yeah. Rather than O, like just seems a little, a little weak for, for the bit. SMG forgot her line. <laughs> oh, That's and they're probably. like, ah, let's keep going. Let's go. So back at the dorm, Kathy is showing Buffy's note to Willow and Oz. Buffy wouldn't just take off. Except for that time that she took off that whole summer. Yeah. For several months at a time. Yeah. I do, I do like that, that, uh, nod to continuity there. It's pretty cool. Xander drops in to tell them it's all a prank from Buffy's friends who sleep all day and have no tans. <laughs> he also has a, a fun hugging bit where he hugs yeah. a stranger and then doesn't hug, hug us. It's like maybe it makes a little less sense to have both of those, but they're both pretty fun. So I I'll, like that. Yeah. I, I've done that before where you like, I randomly hug a strainer. I'm like, I don't know why I just like, hugged I you. I'm sorry. Hug- I don't, okay. I don't know what's going on here. And then there is that awkward thing about like, are we at hugging level? Yeah. Like someone that you've known a while, but like only professionally or like or casually. Like you, you're, you're at some social situation where like, it's a good friend and you hug them, but it's their like boyfriend that you've never met or like their yeah, cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we hug Do we? them? I don't know. Yeah. There's like, you're, you're very close, you two, and I'm close to them. By the transit of properly, property, do we hug? I usually err on the side of hug only because I don't mm-hmm. want to offend anyone. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm just going to hug you. I mean, it's a, it costs me nothing. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're contagious. Yeah. I'll that's just wave. Funny. I'll just wave in your face. That's why whenever there's like a going away party, everyone needs to get really drunk because then you hug and nobody just cares because they're all drunk. High yeah. five it. I feel like that's the thing to do. Okay, Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> I will take that compliment. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so I kind of wish that Xander had a thing with Kathy. Yeah. Like, I, I, wish, I wish you'd been around longer because I feel like he's into demons. Yep. <laughs> so what it's, it worked it's out. Totally they kind of have a little chemistry here. Yeah. And it's totally like, that would be a Xander thing to do of like dating Buffy's roommate that she doesn't like. Yeah. It's like, oh, she's a girl who's interested in me. Yeah. 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 Oh, I wish that had happened. As Sunday kicks Buffy's ass, she makes fun of her parasol. Don't do that. Oof. Don't do that. But you know, it's not unbreakable is that parasol. So you're talking about commission. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yes. Gotcha. Breaks it. Uh, Buffy gets pissed and the tables get turned. I love it when you piss off Buffy. <laughs> oh, just do it all the time. <laughs> the gang rushes in with weapons. Oz loves crosses still. Oz still with that cross. That's like his uh, go-to thing. Willow with the crossbow. This is cute where she yeah. gets it together just in time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. How, how do you feel about Stoner Vamp? I feel like... It's, it was a bit lazily done. Like the actor is actually a really good choice. I feel like he, he sells it well enough. Sure. But it just seems like you just wrote a stoner vamp last minute. This like you didn't put any thought into it. the most one dimension. And I yeah. get that like you don't have much time in your script to give yeah. every single member of this gang personality. But it just seems like they went with like the first draft choice of every one of his lines where there's like, there's a more interesting, but still clearly this is a stoner vampire right. version of any one of his lines. It's just, it's very, it's so much more cartoony than anybody, anything else in the show right yeah. now. Like that it's just like, 
you do not fit right here. Right here, you just don't. I almost wish they had gone in the opposite direction and made him like like super stonery and like using lingo that's like really inside baseball pot wise, so that he almost seems like more of a cartoon. Because I do feel like there are those people in college. Sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I feel like so many people once they get to college mm-hmm. are just pot connoisseurs. Yeah. Yeah, I would much prefer that rather than be this cartoon mm-hmm. like whoa surfer yeah. far out that you were be- like being like a non pot smoker's idea of what somebody who's a stoner right. or or you know pothead is yeah, yeah 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 so after the gang rushes in they say to Buffy hey do you need a hand no I've got it and that fla- flying yep. steak over at Sunday and uh, opening credit shot when she flips the the steak and does like oh the yeah that little twirl yeah I need to learn how to do that with my steak. Well, uh, guys, we're not going to be putting out an episode two weeks from now because uh, Kristen's going to be in the hospital from trying this. My steak is blunted at this point. Still, though. Like, you could get a concussion. Just That's true. Yeah. That's true. How about do it, like, Actually, right there's... after we record this episode so you have time to recover? <laughs> there you go. Actually, there's teeth marks all over my steak because my cat tried to eat it. <laughs> I don't know why she decided I'm just going to chew on wood, but you can Maybe see little teeth marks. Maybe she was trying to sharpen it so you could take on more vampires. There you go. Oh, that reminds me. I was in a Meisner class, which is, like, uh, for non-theater uh, people, it's, like, a certain kind of acting technique. A lot of times how you do it is one person has come up with the premise and, like, uh, they're kind of interviewed by the teacher. And then somebody else comes in with a little bit of, like, uh, knowledge from the teacher, um, as a, as a character in, in this story. And one that I did once was that I was, uh, sharpening wood mm-hmm. because I had been attacked by a vampire. Nice. Um, and I was trying to get ready. And it turns out I am terrible at sharpening wood for vampires. Oh. Like, I kept trying and like it was a long scene and I never got anywhere near a good sharp steak. So guys, sorry. If we need to sharpen uh, steaks for vampires, I'm not your guy. <laughs> As the gang helps Buffy move her stuff back to the dorm, Giles runs in. He feels guilty about forcing independence on Buffy. Aww. A little late. And then he's like, he's, I want to fight the evil. Oh, the evil is this way. Yeah. So adorable. Help us move her stuff. I like Aww. Willow, you know. Carrying too many boxes. Just yeah. so cute. Skater Vamp runs away, but is taken down by some army guys. What is that? They tase him. They don't stake him. They just tase him. Yeah. So what's the lesson in the freshman? There's that there's an adjustment period for everyone in college. You know, both with mm-hmm. you getting used to being in college and also... Uh, you're you and the people you relate to relating in a new way mm-hmm, yeah. and how does this affect our relationships but people change and they grow apart but your real friends are still going to be there when it really counts mm-hmm, yeah, yeah like yeah allow for a period of adjustment yeah and know that your your friends are still going to be there for you if they're really yeah. your friends and they are this makes me think about uh when i first went away to college i didn't talk to a lot of people from high school super often mm-hmm you know, you, it's the adjustment period. You're excited. There's college. You're busy. And again, when everything was great in college, then I was fine. The second something goes wrong, <laughs> I did not have the emotional skills to cope. So the first time I got sick, oh no, I could not handle it. Yeah. Like I just like the idea that I had to take care of myself. And I think we've talked about it before. Mm-hmm. I'm used to when I'm sick, my mommy took care of me. She, my Aww. mom was always there with soup and just. I could not handle it. And I remember calling my friend Marissa mm-hmm. from high school 
crying, just bawling because I was so sick and so tired and I couldn't sleep. And it was the middle of midterms and auditions for that season's play. And I was just so overwhelmed. I was crying and I was like, I don't know what to do. I want to go home. And she, she talked me down Mm -hmm. and she was like, you just need to go to sleep right now. I need you like no more studying, no more rehearsing monologues. You go to bed. The next day, now Marissa went away to California. We're in Chicago. The next day, she must have overnighted a box to me that was full of a giant sized box of tea, honey, and a mix CD she had burnt me. All of Lord of the Rings songs because you know we're both obsessed <laughs> obsessed with Legolas. This is back when I had my giant stand up Legolas. Okay. Have I told you about stand up Legolas? Who's my boyfriend? And uh, who was the guy that won the first season of American Idol uh, or six, second season? Uh, uh, Ruben Studdard, uh, Clay Aiken. Clay Aiken. Yeah. So a mix of Lord of the Rings and Clay Aiken. <laughs> That's a total shift. Yeah. And it made me all better. Aww. So you were, uh, what are they called, Claniac? I was not, but it was, it, my friend burnt me a CD and it was, okay. it like, it wore, it just, it made everything better because Aww. I had this person that cared about me that on the other side of the country is a poor college student. She was going to overnight me a package of things to make me feel better. That's so sweet. And I like to think, I just like to think about that. We had, you know, your friends, when it really counts, you may grow apart. You may end mm-hmm. up on other sides of the country. When it really counts, they'll be there for you. Oh, that's Super sweet. So at this point, we I think we need to take a break mm-hmm. and uh, hear from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by UC Sunnydale's new student integration program. Feeling like you don't fit in? Miss Mom's home cooking? Don't disappear. Attend a new student integration meeting. Learn valuable coping skills like... The do's and don'ts of Greek life. Blocking your roommate's awful music with state-of-the-art earplugs. Joining campus social groups like our new Wiccan Club... And what to do if your toenails keep growing after they're cut. Sign up today at the Student Union. And remember, avoid upperclassmen with pointy teeth. It's time to put the freshmen back on the shelf and open the books on living conditions. This is the weirdest previously on. Right? It, it is a little a little bit of more of a montage than a previously on. Okay, so here's the full thing. Do yeah. they even say previously on, or was I not paying no, attention? No, they, they do. It's, they, okay. it's Anthony Stewart head, which I remember remarking on because it's like, oh, that's that's a weird choice because, like, yeah, he's still in the show, but it's not like he's not heavily involved. I guess it's just because he has the best voice. He so, does. Yeah. But then they spend a full minute recapping just the last episode. Yeah. Where nothing super important happened. Yeah, it was, it, it was very weird, like, I guess they were just like, hey, guys, if you missed the first episode, this is going to be real jarring. It will not. It will not. And the, the- They're in college. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that for me. <laughs> I, it was, it's just so crazy to me because it's like, I understand <laughs> if the previously on was becoming part one, <laughs> you're like, yeah, we yeah. got some shit to cover. Mm-hmm. With the previous day, it was a monster of the week episode. Yeah. And like- a subpar one, because, I mean, the first one's just kind of, eh. Yeah, it's it's like an expositional episode, but, like, most of the exposition you desperately need is, like, they're in college now. Yes. That's fine. I mean, yeah. like, you'll catch up. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, it's nothing that you wouldn't be like, mm-hmm. okay, fine, I get it. 
Yeah. I get it. Yeah, and like especially when a lot of the episodes specifically about like, oh, I have this roommate and I hate her. Like, you don't need to set up that at all. Two seconds. I got it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it should have just been like previously on, I'm going to college. Then the episode. That's it. <laughs> Buffy is finding it annoying trying to head out to patrol with Kathy questioning her every move. So, do you believe in life after love? And that's the most important question. <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. I, I do. Do you? I really don't think I'm strong enough. <laughs> You're my favorite person right now. <laughs> oh. uh, I appreciate that. I I hate that goddamn song. I do. I'm sorry. Yeah. I I think it's a good choice for this mm-hmm. episode because not only is it super loud and really happy, mm-hmm. um, I can't understand the lyrics for the life. And of it's me. like repetitive. In, in like the most droning way where it really feels like a song that has about 10 seconds of song that just goes on for three minutes. And then to yeah. repeat that. Oh. I also like – so it's you, do you believe in life after love? I believe that's what she's okay. asking. It sounds like – I voice. thought it was do you believe in love after love? It's just, just the weirdest voice. Yeah. Because it's Cher who already has like a weird kind of voice that works for a lot of songs. Sure. But if you add like this techno element on top of it, it just becomes like somebody – Talking through a bad, like, voice toy where it's Did Kathy just go through a harsh breakup? Because also this is a, like, I'm getting over you song, right? Well, I think, uh, spoiler alert uh, for the uh, rest of the episode, maybe it's like she just knows these are popular singers. Mm. And this is what humans do. Yeah, this is what humans do. These are all very popular female musicians. I'm a female you know, human earth, California woman. So this should be what I listen to all of the times. I I think that's it. I think Buffy would hate to have me as a roommate because, uh, so when I was in high school, Mm -hmm. my parents were very involved in where I was and what I was doing. They wanted, you know, Mm -hmm. emergency numbers. Who are you with? Cell phones didn't exist. So I think that it was more important. It was like, I can't get necessarily get a hold of you. Mm -hmm. I've got to call your friend's house and ask to speak to you. I was used to, before I went anywhere, telling you, here's where I'm going to go, mm-hmm. here's where I'm going to be with, and here's when I will be back by. Uh, okay. So, I would do that with my roommate. Say, Rosie, mm-hmm. he, I'm going to go to this party with Catherine. I will be back by 2 a.m. And Rosie, because she was raised the exact same way, yeah. instinctually did the exact same thing. That she would say, Kristen, uh-huh. I'm going to movie with the Filipino Students Alliance. I will be back by midnight. I'm so glad you two were roommates because I feel like if you were other people's roommates, there would have been a murder. We, I mean, neither one of us. It was just like letting you know. Thanks for letting yeah. me know so I don't worry about mm-hmm. you. And neither, this struck neither one of us as weird until we were in a campus meeting. Yeah. And like she said this to me and someone else was like, why are you checking in with your roommate? And we're like, we just, we're just letting each other know so you don't worry. And everyone was staring at us like. Worried about your roommate? Okay, <laughs> never mind. So I think I feel Wait, like. Are you roommates or are you roommates? <laughs> no air quotes needed. But I, I feel like maybe I could have got along with Kathy because I would have been like, thanks for checking up on me, boo, but I'm okay. <laughs> Aww. Uh, so not only is Kathy watching every move Buffy makes, but uh, some glowy eyed monster is too. She's got mm-hmm. a lot of people paying attention. Yeah, they're, she's becoming the real Bella the, 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 the college ball. <laughs> It was a long wait for very little reward there. 
<laughs> we held on. Kathy shows up to accompany Buffy on her fake coffee run. So now they've got to go get coffee. <laughs> Glowy demon attacks. Doesn't this kind of look like they just reused Ken's mask from season three? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit separating skin and mm-hmm. burn. Just add the glowing contacts. Yeah, kind of like a, a riff on Freddy Krueger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next day, Buffy goes to Giles's to tell him about her demon encounter. I like that we're learning more about what he's like at home. Yeah. He runs. He's into scooters. Mm-hmm. He's a mod jogger. I did not know about that stuff in before. <laughs> And I also wonder, like, how much of this is now that he has the free time that he's not, like, constantly librarianing and watching yeah. or watchering all the time that he just is able to do these things that he hasn't done in years. Yeah. I like to think that this is what retirement is like. Oh, yeah. You're just hanging out with hot British uh, ladies. Yeah. Uh, listening to David Bowie, jogging, riding scooters. Maybe I'll take up jewelry making. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Wait, does he make jewelry? No, I'm saying when I retire. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll take that up. I don't know. <laughs> Giles advises Buffy that living with people is always hard and you have to learn to tolerate tolerate their quirks. And he's uh-huh. right. I mean, it. you can move in with I, – I can move in with Rosie, yeah. who she and I were could have been made for each other, where anybody else would not want me checking up on, up on them and be like, hey, you said you'd be home by two. I just want to make you sure you're okay. <laughs> but Rosie and I were made for each other. That doesn't mean we didn't fight. Yeah. We did. We absolutely oh, yeah, yeah. did. There was me calling my mom, you know, crying at one point because Rosie and I got in a huge fight. You're going to fight with someone you live with. Yeah, there's always going to be fights. It's, and most of the time it's like, oh, okay, we'll just do this now. This will be the compromise. Or like, <laughs> oh, I guess I wasn't thinking about it. Um, I remember one of my most entertaining roommate fights was early on. First uh, college uh, roommate situation uh, outside of dorms. One of my two roommates did not want to pay the gas bill, which was only for cooking gas because he didn't cook. And this is something he said after we got the first bill. Gotcha. Which is like, no, you you can't claim that afterwards. Like, that's something you have to establish. Like, hey, I'm not going to use the stove because I'm an insane person who never cooks. So I don't want to pay any of the, the gas bill. It's like... Oh, okay, I guess we can do that then. But I was able to get him because once I did see him use the stove to hit on a girl. To be like, I'm going to make you bananas faster, lady. Really? Yeah. I mean, he wasn't wasn't that upfront about it. But it was was bananas faster? That's what I'm stuck on. Yeah. Yeah. That's a weird choice. I thought you were going to be like, I'm going to make you macaroni and cheese. No no other pasta can live up to mac and cheese. It can't. It's the best. What about like the fancy mac and cheese? Like that, that's still craft brand, but it's like $3 instead of $1. I mean, that's fine, but like why when the blue box is so good? <laughs> so I like how this season is almost like a training guide for college. Yeah. Like until you get to the army guys, which doesn't fit in there. But, I like, guess if you're going into the army instead of college. Sure. So the first thing you're going to deal with at, mm-hmm. for anybody's college experience is adjusting to college yeah. and like, Maybe you're a little homesick. Mm-hmm. Once you've get, got that figured out, the very next thing you're going to deal with is going to be roommate drama. Yeah. And they, they really bo- boost it up to the umph degree. Although I do have to fault Buffy here in this next part where she leaves a bag with a crossbow just open. Like, right, yeah. It's in her closet, but still like, at least zip up the don't, bag. Don't do that. You don't know. Yeah. Maybe Kathy hears the thump and she's like, I have to, I have to check that closet for monsters. Actually, that is a bad example on the the Hellmouth. I'm more thinking like monster under the bed, haha. But no, that's the legit no, thing. That's, that's never mind. Very well, could be a monster in sure. there. 
So Kathy, upset that her red sweater is stained, borrows one of Buffy's. Mm -hmm. This is a roommate no-no. You do not borrow clothes without asking. Mm. Uh, She spots Buffy's weapons and I like the way she shrugs it off. She just doesn't, eh, whatever. Meh. Well, yeah, because she's not used to being one of these human ladies. <laughs> Buffy ducks Kathy in line at the cafeteria and cuts in front of Parker. Who, by the way, looks like a discount Peter Parker. So I guess the name is appropriate. He doesn't even get the <sighs> Peter part. He's just Parker. The next sentence of my notes is in all caps. So I feel like I need to read it as it was written. Okay. <laughs> but maybe not people looking at me that way. I'm doing nothing unusual, Sackers. He lies. <laughs> I can't. Now I feel like you should read my notes. Oh, okay. Read the part that's in all caps. <laughs> Parker! Tweeze your eyebrows. I hate looking at you and your dumb face. Thank you. That is exactly how I felt. I think the alternate read on that is, Parker, I hate looking at you and you need to tweeze your eyebrows and get me pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> the alternate take. I was about to say, I'm sorry, Mr. White, but that's, that's Superman. No, no. <laughs> I don't know. Or Breaking Bad. Either or. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> okay, so freshman year, I would go to the cafeteria alone. Mm-hmm. Like, because I had classes back to back from like yeah. eight till four. So it was like when I had a short break, like, all right, I'm going to go to the cafeteria and grab lunch. It never occurred to me the idea that like don't eat alone like that's a that's a mm. sad thing to do because again as we've discussed yeah. before I eat lunch alone in junior high and high school sometimes oh. so like it it just astounds me because there was one day where I after eating lunch in the cafeteria alone mm. I went back up to my dorm room and a bunch of girls from my floor were like hey Kristen we're all going down to the cafeteria I was like oh no thanks I just ate and they just all stopped and stared at me and they go with who mm. like. Well, no one. I just ate alone. And they're like, oh, sweetie, don't do that. Next time we'll go with you. Oh, my God, you poor thing. You ate alone. She's like, yeah, I just grabbed something. It, yeah, I, I survived. I was fine. It, it wasn't because I was sad or no yeah. one would go with me. It was like, this is the – I'm hungry. Yeah, I was is, like, I'm hungry. I don't – I don't, I don't and, need a uh, company. I don't need a chaperone. Yeah. But I learned my lesson that apparently that's a sad thing. Mm-hmm. But I have to say, this, that's like – this is stupid. This is my favorite part about being an adult. Yeah. I get to choose what I eat and when. Yeah. yeah it is that... the best part of being an adult. <laughs> Candy for dinner? Yes, please. You could. Um, I mean, not like if you want to be healthy, yeah. but like it's nobody saying you have to be home at this time yeah. and you're eating what I cook. Like, yeah. It's like I'm going to just have some eggs for dinner yeah. and then for breakfast I'll have, you know, some salad. Yeah. Who cares? What do you feel like? Yeah. I don't feel like there is as much stigma – Again, maybe it's also because I'm a dude um, of going down to eat alone. Because I definitely did that because I, you know, I had a meal plan because yeah. I was at the dorm. And I was just like, yeah, I'm going to eat. This is like the I, break that I have in class. Yeah, I would eat with people, especially if it was like, oh, we both have this class in an hour. Let's go get some food first and then go to class. I feel like maybe for people that were used to having cliques in high school, and my mm-hmm. high school is very clicky, that like yeah. your floor became the new clique. Sure. Just automatically because yeah. we all live on the same floor, we're all doing everything together. Well, I think also it was weird because even though I technically was a transfer, so, like, I wasn't really a freshman. I think the dorms were, like, freshmen, so I felt like – not that there's necessarily that much of a gap, but I definitely felt like, 
Oh, I'm, there's I'm a, a big gap bit. between sophomores and freshmen. Yeah. There's a huge gap. Like I'm, I'm a little bit beyond what you guys are all going yeah, through. Yeah, You're yeah. still like figuring out what it's like to not be in high school. Like I, I get it. So I'm assuming this whole lunch thing, he gives her the lowdown on punch cards and how much are you getting. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming this makes sense to somebody somewhere. That's this thing. Yeah. Like, is this an all you can eat? Well, I'm not, I'm not clear on whether the stuff he's pocketing is supposed to be like secret. I mean, he's doing a terrible job. Cause yeah, like that, that like frosted flakes box is real just visible. Just sitting right there. So I think it's more like, yeah, you can just like, you fill a tray with whatever and that's a swipe. So Xander stepped by for lunch. Aww. Came to check on my girls. After <laughs> he says that, it immediately t- takes a shot to odds giving a weird look. Is he jealous? I think it's more like, my girls, like, who are Oh, and you? I'm here too? No, I think it's more like, that's like a weird kind of like old-fashioned, a little bit misogynist thing. Like, my girls, like. Oh, I thought it was like, know. because you're calling my girlfriend one of your girls. That's, that might be part of it too. Mm, yeah. So Xander's excited for this new demon. Uh, his parents are apparently now charging him rent and for oh. meals. And that also puts a, a, a spin on the him being stranded thing. Cause like, did he call his parents for help? And they were like, no. no. <laughs> I did have friends that right after graduation, rent and me, it was either you go to college or you pay rent and meals. Kathy squeezes in. She spills ketchup all over Buffy's sweater. Uh, Get that oxy clean, man. Billy Mays here. <laughs> well done. <laughs> That night, Buffy's complaining about Kathy to Willow. Poor Willow, her roommate is throwing her brazier. Just this huge party going on behind her. And if you look at her, she is literally in her pajamas and under the covers. This isn't even like, no. I don't want to, I'm like, I'm in my room and I, I'm trying to study or I don't want to participate in this party. She is definitely trying to sleep. Oh, that's so sad. Buffy doesn't like Kathy's flossing in bed, which is... Fair, you're yeah. getting bits of food on your covers. Yeah. Like she, she's the one that's going to have to sleep in it. But mm-hmm. I that's mean, still like it's around. Like that's not that's poor hygiene. Yeah, it's weird because it's like she has like hygiene practices that in theory are supposed to be good, but the way she does them is bad. Yeah, like other your teeth might be fine, but and like I get there's nothing really. I think like I don't think you're going to get sick. It's just yeah. gross. gross. You're going to have shit on your clothes. But then the one that I think is like, okay, Buffy, that is not cool, is the gum on the That is really end. not cool. Like, you shouldn't do that anywhere, ever. Yeah. No, like, like five-year-olds chewing gum learn that lesson. Yeah. Like, that's, especially as an adult, you should not just put gum on a surface. No, 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 no. You know, that goes in the trash. Yeah. yeah. Or like, if for some reason you're saving it like a weirdo, get a wrapper or something so yes. it's not going to get all sticky. Oh, why would you, like, pick it back up off the counter to I eat it? Oh. I don't know. I don't know. Kathy doesn't like Buffy having the window open. <laughs> I laugh at this only because uh, I had a similar roommate fight mm-hmm. where my roommate and I liked the window open because we didn't have air mm-hmm. conditioning. Our third roommate insisted that it be closed even in like the hottest days because she was a singer and she said that like it would hurt her throat to leave the door, the window open. Get so a this, scarf. this was a daily fight. So like the opening and closing the window, I'm like, oh, I've been there. I was there. I had to get a Craigslist roommate uh, a little while back because I, I, I was living in a two-bedroom place and didn't have somebody for the second bedroom. It was a nightmare thing where I literally woke up. My throat was dry and I could barely breathe because it was so hot in my room because he Oof. had turned up the heat because in his room, apparently, it wasn't warm enough. And I put it down and then he would put it back up. Ugh. And then he'd like text me like, I'm freezing. And it's like, get yeah. another blanket or get yeah. a space heater. Like, I couldn't breathe. Ugh. You were making it so hot. Like, there are ways to make you warmer. Yeah. 
there are very limited ways to make you colder. And especially like that aren't like super wasteful. It would be like yeah, like open a window. That's not that's terrible. Yeah, and like it, eventually, the rest of the apartment will get cold from that. Yeah, there's yeah, there's no there's no good way to do that. Like there are several like wear you know a sweater to bed. Yeah, get another blanket. Invest in a snuggie. Yeah. And that is an investment that will pay off because those things are collector's items. <laughs> I want one. Uh, when you put it on, you look like you're rainbow bright. I've seen it and I want it. My office is always cold. That night, Buffy dreams about those glow-eyed demons pouring blood in her mouth and putting scorpions on her stomach, it looks like. Yeah, it's like very Rosemary's Baby, kind of that dream sequence where everything mm-hmm. seems to be happening in this weird black void. Yep, very flashy. The next day, Buffy tells the gang about her dream and surprise, Kathy's there. <gasps> Turns out that she and Buffy had the same dream. But what? Their passive aggressiveness is rapidly becoming way oh, less passive. It is such like it's a passive aggressive off is what it is. Yes, it is. Oh, Buffy uh, is less interested in having the same dream as Kathy mm-hmm. than in complaining about her more. Mm-hmm. And we've all I feel like we've all had these conversations where like you have your friend that they're harping about some issue, whether yeah. it's work or or a friend, or a family member, and you're trying to be supportive, like, uh-huh, oh, that's rough. Oh, I can't believe she did that. And eventually you're like, okay, we've been talking about this for three hours. <laughs> I need I need another topic. But everything you bring up, like, oh, it's like the time she did, like, okay, I can't, yeah. I can't. And, like, there are times when it feels like, okay, even though it, this is a bit much, it it's totally understandable. Like, if somebody's going through a breakup, it's like, yeah. Everything's about you right now. You need to vent. Yeah. Go ahead. Go through it. Do it. I'll, I'll be there for you. I, I I I agree with you, and you are always right. And, and uh, what's that? A bird? <laughs> so these demon rituals that they keep cutting to, and they're mm-hmm. showing these glowy eyed demons around a fire, talking demon languages without subtitles. It really feels like they're stalling for time. Yeah. They went out a little long. It's like, why are we still at this demon ritual? Well, I believe I was looking something up, and I think this is actually the shortest um, WB episode of Buffy. Yeah, um, they were stalling for time. Yeah, <laughs> they were stretching they that shit out. out. I I feel like they could have gotten away with this mm-hmm. if they had put funny subtitles in the scary demon. But then that kind of takes away the menace and a little bit of the punch of the joke at the end. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what song that I miss? I misbelieve by share. I wish someone would play it. What, what, are you, what are you talking about? I haven't heard it recently. I feel like it's been forever. I'd like to listen to it, but specifically, I want to listen to it at like a really high volume mm-hmm. and about 500 times in a row. Anything less is just going to upset me more. Oh, thank goodness. Kathy's playing believe. Oh, my prayers have been answered. That's exactly what it sounds like. Oh, I, I thought it was actually playing. <laughs> was somebody doing that with an awesome impersonation? <laughs> so Parker is there. Uh-oh. On her bed. Good. Stay there. Leave Buffy alone. <laughs> that They would make a cute couple. Yes, that's fine. You date the demon and you leave my Buffy alone. <laughs> oh. But he gives her a helpful hint about less freezer burn. Which, by the way, he she uses those those Ziploc bags later. Did you notice? <laughs> those Ziploc bags hold toenails later. So, yeah. Like, there's out. a reason to have those Ziploc bags. And then he mm-hmm. leaves and good riddance and bye-bye. Because you need to introduce Ziploc bags. We can't assume. <laughs> we can't assume. Just, just has Ziploc bags. <laughs> oh, I hate his face. Stick <laughs> off, stick off, Ziploc bags. So, Kathy flosses. Buffy padlocks her closet. Window open. Window closed. Oh, 
it's share time, Buffy. And then she chugs oh. Kathy's milk. <laughs> uh, which, by the way, first off, Sarah Michelle Geller is not really drinking that milk. Like, you can tell she just yeah. has her lips pursed and pressed up to it mm-hmm. because, A, throw up, yeah. and, B, it's all coming out the sides. I don't know why that well, bogged me, yeah. but, like, you don't see her swallow. Her mouth isn't open. Anyways, not important. Mm-hmm. Who wants to do that take 500 times chugging yeah. milk? You die. Well, and I think, like, they should really not be using milk. Like, they should be using a milk substitute for that if you're going to be chugging it. Sure, yeah, yeah. You should not be chugging milk ever. No. Despite uh, what the milk chug brands uh, <laughs> encourage, which <laughs> terrible, terrible name. The other thing, I don't, I don't know if it's in this scene or later mm-hmm. on in the episode, she writes her name on hard-boiled eggs, right? Yeah. Okay. I learned the hard way. Stackers, don't do this. Wait. <laughs> don't do it. Were you pulling a cafe and labeling your eggs? Not for the same reason Kathy did. I wrote the expiration on a day, on an egg. Okay. I wanted to throw away the carton. So I wrote the expiration on an eggshell thinking you just, you can do that. You know what happens if it's a hard boiled egg? The ink goes through the shell and you end up with your permanent, egg. well, I had a purple permanent marker. So <laughs> it ended up with a purple egg. And like, I don't know if that's toxic, but I didn't eat it. Yeah. Well, yeah, because, like, I know some's, like, dying, like, some's, like, dye will kind of seep through a little bit. Yeah, I don't uh, want poisoning from that, so. That would be a sad way to go. Yeah, right. <laughs> died from purple egg. <laughs> so, yes, don't eat purple eggs and don't write with permanent marker mm-hmm. on the shell. Yeah. And one lesson I feel like I could teach uh, Kathy in this scene, there's mm-hmm. a, a line about um, destroying Buffy's sweater. And if she wanted to do that, she should have just pulled the string and then walked away. <laughs> It would have been very comedic. <laughs> or use OxyClean. Tell me, you guys. Billy Mays here. <laughs> it works so well. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Willa would like to go to comfort Buffy, but she's got this English paper. So Oz offers to do it, which is cute. Like, I yeah. like the moments where you hang out with mm-hmm. your friend's boyfriend for the first time, and yeah. you're like, oh, we can be friends, too. Yeah. Uh, so he goes to look for her on patrol and passes Veruca. I did not remember the starting this early. I remember her being a one episode character. Well, yeah, and it is weird because it's like such a weird little flash, and that is a, an unusual thing to do of like having a character. Yeah, is more or less a one episode character, but having a flash of them early. That's yeah, pretty neat. I, like- I also didn't realize that this early on in the season they mm-hmm. knew where they were going with him. Yeah, because it seems like that's a well, ways away. I think they they must have known that they were gonna like have willow have some kind of relationship with tara early on like it feels like that's something you really have to build to organically Mm, yeah and i think it's probably something that they really thought about and especially at the time like you would have to plan for it because that's a a thing that wasn't on tv yeah at that time it was it was a very risky Mm -hmm. step to take yeah so or risque I'm going to go eat a purple egg. It was nice knowing you. Buffy spends patrol ranting some more. Oz tries to keep things light, but Buffy's determined because something has to be done. And I love when she smashes the bench. Uh, Oz has a pretty great line with kill the bench. <laughs> it's looking shifty. Looking pretty shifty. I love his line delivery on everything. So Kathy is snipping her toenails in bed. Again, you were just covering your bedspread with shit. Yeah. Although that's getting on the carpet. And that's like, there is there are a few things that are worse to step on than stepping on a toenail. Somebody else's toenails. Even your own toenails. It's not great. (laughs) Like it's, yeah, better than somebody else's, but it's like, I'd rather sit in my own shit 
But I don't want to be sitting in shit, period. It's a similar situation. Okay. Buffy tapping her pen. Cher's still playing. They both have that demon dream again. Mm -hmm. Later on, Kathy is complaining to Willow about Buffy. You don't do this. Don't complain to her best friend. Go find your own best friend. Yeah. That is that is a no. Which again, because she's not a human. She doesn't know. It's like, oh, I, I saw Buffy complain to Willow. Everyone wants to go complain to a Willow when there is a problem with Very their roommate. Good. Yes. good job, human woman. <laughs> Kathy's evil. I have to kill her. I, I mean, I do like her thing isn't just like she's pissing me off, so I have to kill her. But like she's a demon and therefore I have to protect other people. Mm-hmm. She could attack them with her growing toenails. And it's like, yeah, it's it's a bit crazy, but it's like they've built to it enough where it seems like maybe she could have gone over the edge this much. Yes. It does like, kind of seem like the stress of living with another per- Like it really does mm-hmm. feel like the stress of living with another person. It's gone crazy. It's crazy. And this is actually why I really like this episode. <laughs> I think it's a lot of fun because – up until, you know, when Buffy rips Kathy's face off, yeah. this could just be bitchy roommate drama. Yeah. Yeah. It really could. Mm-hmm. And it could be like a complete red herring. Like the demons could be completely uninvolved with like their stuff. Yeah. I um, love it. I love that. I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that it's a surprise. I love that it's up and I guess up until the growing toenails bit. It's pretty much based in reality. Yeah. Like, I feel like I heard girls talking about shit like this. But that, like, oh, but I, okay. I like about the growing toenails is that seems like something that, like, Buffy could have very easily gotten that wrong and just, like, mismeasured toenails because it's a bunch of No, toenails. I'm saying at that point, that's re- reached a new level of psychosis. Oh, okay. I that, 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 that's like, when it's unrealistic. Oh, it's like, there's something supernatural. She has lost her goddamn mind yeah, okay. versus just, like, the kind of shit you'd hear in a dorm where you're mm-hmm. like, no, I get it. She doesn't respect your space. Absolutely. Yeah. Willow sends a crazed Buffy to talk to Giles. <laughs> She's gone crazy, so I sent her to you. Uh, Upon entering Giles' house, Xander, <laughs> Oz, and Giles tackle Buffy. She gets in a net. And tie her She's up. in a net. <laughs> net Buffy. Willow goes to visit Kathy, who is also acting crazy. Mm-hmm. This is like in a totally different way, though. Like, So she's suggesting that Buffy might off herself. Yeah. Why? Like, she's not depressed. She's mm-hmm. just rude. Why well, wouldn't put a pastor to do something to herself? Again, Kathy is not a human. Fair. So she doesn't uh, understand these human and emotions. That, that Buffy might put push Kathy too far, which does yeah. fit in with Willow's whole, or mm-hmm. with Buffy's thing. But like, this is, this is just reaching a climax here. Oz and Xander are on Buffy watch, but they, uh, they didn't, they didn't tie her arms tight enough. Why didn't Oz bring his shackles? Oz, we have established Oz definitely has shackles. He does not want to admit to the rest of the gang that he, had, well, to everyone, Sans Willow, who knows, uh, that he has sex shackles. <laughs> I can, I imagine that Giles also owns sex shackles, but he doesn't want the little kids to know that he has them. And they're probably not like made for like actual, like slayers. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they might, like, hold somebody if they're not, like, actually fighting for their life, but just... When Olivia's playing at it. Yeah. Yeah. Which I I think uh, should market a line of bachelor shackles. Every good bachelor should have shackles. Bachelor shackles. Says the bachelor. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So she... Buffy smashes their hands together like a Three Stooges routine. Yeah, would that work? Like, is there any any situation where that would work and not be like... Oh, one of those people is dying. 
Like to, I mean, they would have enough. to have exactly the same density head. Yeah, it's like hitting two eggs together. Yeah. Like one of those eggs is going to crack. Yeah. That, wouldn't it be so sad? That's just like, oh, Buffy killed two of her best friends. <laughs> this season took a weird turn, guys. Yeah, dark, fat ass. It was all fun and roommates until somebody broke an egg. Oh, uh, I mean, a head. I mean, I mean purple well, eggs. I don't egg. know. What? Uh, Love eggs in this episode. Yeah, real egg heavy. <laughs> Buffy and Kathy confront each other in their room. Buffy kicks the rug, so Kathy does this, <laughs> the sensible thing and punches Buffy. <laughs> they fight. And I mean, at this point, it should become really obvious that, like, Buffy doesn't kill her right away, so Kathy has some, must have some superhuman strength. Mm. Unless Buffy's just not hitting very hard. She's tired from working out of those ropes. <laughs> Buffy rips Kathy's face off. Wait, what? <laughs> Takes her face off. <laughs> yes, indeed. Face waterfall. <laughs> uh, Buffy, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, uh, that is pretty classic. This episode is 100% worth this gag. Yeah. I love this moment. <laughs> like, I like that we built to yeah. it. I love it. And I love how, like, it really does seem insane that, that Buffy could be right in this. Like, yeah. at first, like... Actually, like, when she pushed Kathy over and then she had the fight with the demon, I was like, oh, Kathy must be a demon. Like, when I first saw that. Yeah. But then, like, throughout the episode, I was like, I don't think she's a demon. I think they're, they're like, that was, like, a fake out. And the demons are probably not even going to be involved in this whole thing. I like the theory that, like, Giles and them have is that, like, oh, Buffy's acting crazy because these demons mm-hmm. cast a spell on her yeah. and Kathy when they were fighting in the woods. Mm-hmm. And that's why she's acting crazy. Yeah. That seems plausible. That's mm-hmm. that's the theory I'm going with up until this moment. Yeah. And I'm like, nope, she has a demon. Yeah. So Buffy's dreams were real. Kathy's been doing this to Buffy mm-hmm. to um, steal her soul. It, uh, I guess these demons are looking for Kathy. She left mm-hmm. her their her own dimension to go to college, and they can sense that she doesn't have a soul. So she's quote unquote borrowing Buffy's without even asking. <laughs> Meanwhile, Xander and Oz come too. Giles should have borrowed a, Oh, no, that, that, you already said that part. Yeah, he, he really should have. Bachelor Shackles by Oz. <laughs> Billy Mays here for Bachelor Shackles. <laughs> I forgot about our other sponsor. <laughs> Billy Mays is Bachelor Shackles. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Giles. Fallen chain, just want the chain. Billy Mays here for Bachelor Shackles. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> Giles does a spell to reverse the ritual. Give Buffy her spell back. Excuse me, give Buffy her soul back so she stops being such a bitch. <laughs> the idea that that's what happens when you lose your soul. <laughs> Real bitchy. <Yeah. laughs> It would explain so much. Yeah, I am jealous. Yeah. <laughs> you were just being a real bitch. You're a real bitch, I am jealous. <laughs> uh, and so their neighbor peeks out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that's cute because yeah. someone would have brought up like their neighbors didn't say mm-hmm. anything. Like, But it's, that's a college dorm. Keep like, it down. Yeah. And there is something kind of like weirdly cathartic about – and uh, yeah, it's a demon – but the the basic setup of two roommates angry at each other fighting like it 
Yes. It makes you feel like, oh, I wish yes. I could have had this fight. All that, any pent up roommate mm-hmm. aggression you've ever felt. You're just like, even, into this even if you got over stuff. it, even if you guys kissed and made mm-hmm. up and discussed it and you loved each other from that moment on, somewhere deep in your soul, you wanted to do this yeah. and watching it. Oh, it's so just satisfying. really, really, oh, just mm. get it out there. If virtual reality ever becomes a thing, yeah. this is going to be a lot of requests of people yeah. just be like, I just, I need, I need to beat up this person mm-hmm. once. I love them in real life, but yeah, if it gets like to the point where you can very realistically recreate people and like, oh yeah, that would be such an industry of just like mm-hmm. recreating people in your own life and like being able to like beat them up. And let's be frank, a lot of it's going to be sex, um, <laughs> but like also like beat up and tell people off and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Buffy gets her soul back just in time for Daddy to find Kathy. I assume that do we know this is her dad? We assume I this think is that's her. Assumed. Well, yeah. actually, it is. It is assuming that these demons have a a, a typical uh, family structure. household. Yeah, yeah, a typical family structure. There's a deleted uh, set of lines talking about how like your mother is, has been up all blah 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 blah. I see. I remember this part having subtitles, so I got very confused here. I made it up in my brain. It doesn't happen. It, it it did when I watched it. Yours had subtitles? Yeah, yours didn't? No. Oh, no. Yeah, there's there's subtitles where it's like, now you listen here, young lady. You don't get to do this. Yeah. Okay, that I remember. This time around, I was like, it's weird that there are no subtitles. Oh, your subtitles were not working then. Okay. Well, it's like me. I had uh, problems with my, my Netflix was like delaying subtitles by like 10 to 20 seconds. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Well, that's crazy. I'm going to go back and watch. That's yeah. interesting. But I like, I watched it without subtitles. I'm like, yeah. hmm, all right. I remember this being her dad. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's why it's like kind of like, a, I think that's why the funny subtitles, if they'd done it earlier, wouldn't have had as much of an effect as yeah. when it comes in gotcha. here. And it's like very typical dialogue of like, but dad. Yeah. Yeah. No wonder I had written this whole thing in my head about her whining to her dad. And I was like, mm-hmm. it's really, I guess, left pretty up to the viewer. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Stupid Netflix. Uh, he opens a portal in the floor to take her back to her dimension. Mm-hmm. And like, falls in really stupidly. Like, he obviously opens up that yeah. portal. She could have stepped like one step away and well, yeah, still completely and it, falls backwards. It, there, I guess there's supposed to be of like, oh, it's sucking her in, but it does look, just look like she's like, whoa. Later, Willa moves in. Aww. She hangs a dingo's poster where Celine Dion used to be. Why not widespread panic so we could all take a drink? That would have been great because we would have never survived this season. Oh, God. We would lose our entire subscriber oh, base oh, 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 oh. to alcohol poisoning. <laughs> I was looking for the, the chocolate poster. To me, that's how I know I'm in season oh, four. Yeah. We got the chocolate poster. Um, and uh, another uh, piece of, I guess, uniform that I think is established in this episode specifically is Buffy's moving bandana. Oh, yeah. To, yeah. Wear that bandana or a bandana when moving. Gotta keep that hair out of your eyes. Hoping somebody else move. Yeah. But only in that situation. Yep. Never for slaying. No. And fighting monsters and demons. Then I'm going to wear long in skirts that don't help me fight and make sure that my hair is down and in my face. The only God forbid I wear a ponytail. I feel like it's okay to look like Rock of Love is when I'm moving somebody's stuff. (laughs) She's hiding her uh, extensions. Buffy blames the spell on her craziness. That's backwards. Buffy blames her craziness on the spell. Ah, okay. <laughs> until Willow takes a bite of her sandwich. Uh-oh. Dun, dun, dun. It begins. I never had a roommate eat my food. I might have lost my goddamn mind. Yeah. 
I don't think there's ever, like, I think any roommates I've had, it's either been, like, we've never really been tempted to eat each other's food, or it's been, yeah. like, yeah, whatever, about certain items. Like, yeah, you can have some of my Cheerios. When I went away to college, I learned very quickly, I feel like, that I am not a very good sharer. Mm-hmm. And this still rings true today. Like, I'm yeah. just, it, I'm just, there are certain things that I'm very territorial about. Mm. Food is probably number one. Uh, I lucked out by always living with people where we respected that. You yeah. never touched the other person's stuff. I've never had a deal with that. I might have murdered someone. Ooh. Actually, no. No, I take that back. I had not my roommate, but my roommate gave her key to her friends and let them stay at our apartment without asking me while we were both away at Christmas. And I came home and they had eaten all my food and slept in my bed. <gasps> Like a regular Goldilocks. Mm, I yes, actually, it was exactly like that. Mm, and then you ate them. <laughs> Felt like it, assholes. <laughs> so, what's the lesson in living conditions? Yep. Always... It's, it's okay. I legitimately, and I don't know why, I started my notes and even started typing my notes, thinking this episode's name was Cellmates. <laughs> See, I was about to call it roommates. <laughs> What's the lesson in roommates? I think the lesson is roommates, honestly. Yep. Just roommates happen. <laughs> They're tough sometimes, even if you're the best of friends, mm-hmm. even if you're a couple. Yeah. Living with another human being is hard. If yeah. it's your mom, if it's your brother. If it's a demon. If it's the demon, it's you're not going to get along all the time. I feel like I'd fight with my clone. I feel like I'd fight with my clone more than anybody else. You're going to fight. Because you'd both be just stubborn, even though one of you has to be wrong. Yes. Well, that's funny, because my next thing is, you are both in the wrong. <laughs> um, so just, just cut him some slack. Take a chill pill. So, um, interesting fact about this episode. Yep. It is one of, so far, six episodes. You know what it has in common? No vampires? No vampires. It's the sixth vampire-free episode of Buffy the Vampire Interesting. Slayer. Yeah. And it is kind of weird to have it, like, early on in the season, have an episode sans vampire. Yeah. But it doesn't, it doesn't draw your attention because it yeah. still has a demon. Yeah. 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 Okay, so are you ready to go international? Buffy the Vampirite. Ernie Dragon, that's Ryan Flesh Canoe. So for international title roundup, there's going to be something weird for living conditions, but we'll start off with freshmen, which is pretty standard. Uh, Most of them were just the freshmen or first year type stuff. German, just the freshmen. The one that's a little different, and again, this feels like one of those titles that is just, they took maybe part of the description of the episode and just decided to make it the title. The French title is Disappearance on Campus. Okay. Sure. Particularly catchy. Uh, Maybe that's a more commonly said thing. No. Um, Then for living conditions, this is where it gets a little funky. Um, Because the only one that – there's two that are are different. One I find funny. and One that's just literally does not translate. Awesome. I'm Um, excited. uh, So the French one is difficult cohabitation. Oh, yeah. I I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Very literal. Uh, A little funny. But the the German one – is, and I'll actually try my best. And again, German or German speaking listeners, I apologize. But the title is, first letter is in brackets here. Okay. So again, I apologize. Eine Menschenseele. From that mangle of, uh, of sounds, um, the 
closest English translation is N one or none human soul. Um, but basically it's a riff on in German. There's a one letter difference between the word, uh, not or non possibly and a, and then human soul. But in this, but in English, it doesn't really translate because it's not like you would ever say none human soul. Okay. Yeah. So it's just a title that literally they tr- does not translate. I appreciate that they tried to be they, creative. Yeah, yeah. They, they were really they were like, they I'm not just gonna advantage. do yeah. a literal thing. We're mm-hmm. actually gonna like Yeah. Yeah. Or just I call agree. it roommates, which we both would have thought would be the be title. Fine. Yeah. We we were of anybody the laziest with our titles. <laughs> I know. Well um cellmates, I actually like I think that's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> so I I like these two episodes together because mm. I feel like they, you know, how many times am I going to say it? I know. They do that great thing where Buffy takes something that we all go through mm-hmm. and just heightens it with yeah. the supernatural. And again, this is just does such a great job of doing yeah. that for the college experience. Yeah. And I like that neither one of them is that heavy in just that yeah. it's letting the audience adjust to the change. Because it is the biggest sure. change the show's gone through. Mm-hmm. It's lost two major cast members. It's completely changed the location from like yeah. this one high school that's literally been in every episode to now we're on this college we've never seen, well, maybe seen yeah. once before. So if you stick to the formula that mm-hmm. we're used to. Yeah. And have like fun, light episodes that it's like, okay, this is still Buffy. Yeah. Got a monster and, of yeah. week that's a vampire. Mm-hmm. We've seen those and the gang that's underground, fine. Mm-hmm. And then you've got like weirdo demon that's just a mask that mm-hmm. we're also used to seeing. That's a good point. Yeah. Again, season four, not my favorite, mm-hmm. but it is surprisingly high up there. When mm-hmm. you, I no, mm, okay, I'm mm, I'm a backtrack. <laughs> uh, I'm a backtrack on that. The monster of the week episodes are surprisingly high up yeah. there. When we start to get into the season arc, I'm gonna. Uh, there are some issues. There's, oh, there's gonna be some ranting and raving. I think. And just a little preview on my end. I love the idea of this season arc. The idea, I think, is really cool and strong. The idea. Great. We have that to look forward to. Also, next time, Parker. (laughs) Mm, I'm going to have to get a stress ball and, like, a punching bag to sit next to me. But speaking of punching... Now it's time to celebrate Buffy's badassery with this week's Slay of the Week. Nice segue. I appreciate that. Yeah. Maybe that's the real slay of the week because I slayed it, queen. <laughs> there are a couple. Yeah, there's a couple slays. slays. Yeah. Um, really, in the second episode, there's not any Technically. straight on slays. No. Like, there's a portal. They, But she survives. Yeah. 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 And it's her Ted, like, taking her home. Yeah. Not really the best slay. So I, I don't know about you, but for mine, I think it has to be Sunday. I agree. Because she does that badass move that even makes it into the intro yeah, of the show. Just split, which, by the way, SMG had to really do that, right? I mean, there's no way to... To CGI that at yeah, that point? That, no. Our listeners are not seeing me just, like, flick my wrist around as if I'm spinning a... Oh, I thought it caught the audio of it. Here, yeah. let, let's... <laughs> Listen to my bones crack. <laughs> um, so, yeah, spinning, she had to really do that. Yeah. Go SMG, man. Go girl. And the flying stake, especially the the great thing about this, Mm -hmm. the reason it's so satisfying is because she's been walking around with this busted arm. 
that like she goes from being super weak into like the arms hurt, it's not broken. Yeah. Fly at ya. I don't I what I don't like about this is I don't like that after she sees the stake in her own chest. Mm-hmm. Sunny puts her hands on her hips. Yeah, it's one of those things where, like, I get some, you want to make certain vampire deaths, like, more memorable and different from just, like, ur, ur. Yeah. But it just seems like... I wish that it was just, like, more instantaneous, instantaneous, just dust. Or even, like, if they had to make it, and again, I think this wouldn't work because they've already had the stoner one have a similar thing of, like, oh, let's say a, a line as we die, just being like, freshman, and then die. There you go. Yeah. Great. Glimt. Nope. Yours is better. Climped. <laughs> or, or like a wistful climped. Oh, oh she loves climped. She, re- this whole she time. reaches for the poster. She dies. Oh. Or, or, or just the really bizarre, she does an angel impersonation. Buffy. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, That'd be awesome. know about Angel. <laughs> oh, you see her back in the she 80s. Watched the, she, oh, I was going to say she watched the DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I was really watching all those like little vamp deaths at, mm-hmm. when they attack the layer, and they, I mean, yeah, they, they, I think yeah. the runner up is Willow with the crossbow, just because yeah. she like barely gets it in in time mm-hmm. and just. Oh. And it's always nice to see like one of the characters who's not like the the physical badass getting a kill, and that's always cool. Mm-hmm. Thank you for tuning in to the Sunnydale Stacks. Please like us on Facebook. Look for us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunnydale Stacks. To ask us questions or share your own opinions and memories about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. The Sunnydale Stacks is a part of the 27th Letter Productions Network. Look for our sister podcast, Hey Do You Remember? And join us next time when we dust off the harsh light of day and fear itself when we get lost in the Sunnydale Stacks.